professional looking, pretty, nice clothes, nice hair. And in the city, she's making friends, taking names, she's settling into minor fame. A friend to me, friend to you, friend to your little friend called Rue. Oh, you've seen her, you know her, you've heard her. Yes, you follow her on the gram, Insta, the twins. So who's this bitch? It's me. <laughs> um, hi, hi, friends. Hello, friends. Hello, enemies. Um, <laughs> I keep, I keep joking about wanting to do a rap at the beginning, so I'll sit here and I'll put in all the parts, and because I keep changing the key. Um, spoiler alert: I keep changing the key every every week. Um, and this one, I'm just recycling because I did Wednesday's interview. Um, with the incredible Rianne Dixon, um, the photographer for the photo shoot for the album that I'm putting out. Um, and I just did the, the album, I just did the intro then, and I was like, I'm just gonna reuse that. And then every single time I do it, I'm like, oh, I should do like a fun rap over the top. <laughs> and I cannot rap, um, because I am very, I'm very much a white woman. I'm very much, um, very much, very much this, very much, um, very much a singing harpist, never a bride. Um, but I thought, I thought I'd stick one in. And I also did a, a great Mara Rose impression from Shit's Creek. <laughs> Mine a <laughs> Anyway, hi friends. Um, oh my God, it's been a week. Oh, good Lord, it's been a week. It's been a week. To, this week has essentially been an exercise in how much work can Sam do without getting paid for any of it. Um, so I had all of the... I print, picked up all of the material and everything, all the promo material, the posters, the flyers, on Monday, and I dropped them off on Tuesday at the, um, the, the people who are putting them up all over town, which is really nice. Um, it's like 20 pounds to get 20 posters put up for two weeks all over town. And I'm like, why have I not been doing this the whole time? Ugh. I'm like, just had breakfast, so I'm a little burpy. Um, yeah, so that's been, that's been a lot of this week. And then just recording and mixing, and I had all my soloists in. So, um, I'll start from the beginning. So Tuesday, um... I went and I was meant to be teaching at 3 p.m. So I kind of worked and worked and worked and I was like mixing and I was recording and then I was like, oh, it's 3 p.m. Got to go. And so I took I was going to take the posters at the same time. So I went and I got to my student's house, went up the, the giant stairs to get to like this was this is with my 30 string Corrigan. So like my floor pedal harp, floor lever harp, not pedal harp, because um, it lives at my students and then it comes back every week, every um every time I need it, and I was doing a wedding in Castle Koch. Um, so I got all the way up the stairs with this, with this little big harp, um, and I, and I text my student, I was like, um, where, where, where are you? <laughs> and she called me, and she was like, oh my goodness, I thought we were out, never mind. Um, yeah, and, and so I'm back there in September, but it was just, like, I was like, no, and then I went to drop off the posters, and I went to the desk, at the big yellow where it was like, drop off the posters here. Um, and I went up to the desk and I was like, I need to drop this off. And the person behind the desk was like, oh, they're not here anymore. And I was like, okay, so this is, this is an interesting day that I'm having. Um, yeah. And so I did. And so I kind of sent the, sent the company an email and I was like, where are they? And the guy sent me the new address, which is literally around the corner. So I came all the way home 
to and sent them an email and then I had to go all the way back um and so they were in one of these terrible co-working spaces that Cardiff is notorious for having like a million of um and it's just like it's it's more of an exercise in how much um how much physical work can actually get done when your job is essentially sitting silently in an office at a desk on a computer um which fascinates me as someone whose job is just to make noise it's just like how would i get any of like i i sit in silence for i don't know i have maybe like an maybe an hour's worth of work a day that i could do in silence and that's about it and that's like all of my work that's like if i really i don't know that's like if i was sending like six invoices a day it doesn't take me that long to do an invoice but sometimes it does um anyway so that was yeah i, I turned up at, at this this co-working place and i was like okay i need to drop these off it was one of these ones where it's a container that they turn into an office and you're like oh my god why that's not insulated in the winter that's gonna be freezing um you'd never be able to keep a harp in there is exactly what i think every single time i go anywhere i'm like oh you have stairs mm, couldn't move here couldn't live here sorry um yeah so that was that was it and i and i was stood in the like the foyer of this networking co-working space um and there was a woman waiting to have like a meeting and i realized um after i left um and i had talked to literally every single person who i could have talked to at this co-working space i'm either one incredibly lonely and need more people to talk to in my day-to-day life or two i'm very good at networking and i think it's the latter um quite frankly and i will say this i um i start every single interview that i do on the podcast with who are you and where are you from what do you do um and i feel like that's the best the best networking advice because like you if you come out of like a conference or something the worst thing you could ever say to another person is did you enjoy the conference and you're like yeah yeah it was good and they're like oh what bit did you like and you're like oh, I like the bit where they talked about synergy on the PowerPoint. And they're like, oh, I like that bit too. And that's the end of the conversation. Whereas people love being able to talk about themselves, their work, and where, where they're from. Because it's the three things that anyone knows absolutely everything about. Because, like, if you were to ask me, I only know those three topics. I don't know anything else. I'm pretty stupid. I don't know anything else. Did you hear my rap at the beginning? I'm clearly not very good at a lot of other things. Um... But that is a very good networking tip if you're ever at an event. Also, always bring cards everywhere. Always bring cards everywhere. It's, it's just a good rule. Good rule of thumb. Anyway, so I made lots of friends. Um, but this company is, like, run by, like, cishet men. And I'm just like, oh, God. <sighs> it's, like, the one time where I'm having to deal with, like, with, like, men in this whole project because the theater booked through a woman um every single artist every single like musician every single person i'm working with is either (laughs) is either like a woman queer or like accompanied by a queer woman um so it's it's it was kind of it's the only time where i am working with like a company that is like cis straight as well as the printer and the printer what an experience um so i got so the printer um was fantastic i will give them a plug it's the dalton printers in Cates. um they did i asked for 25 a3 posters 25 a5 
poster flyers um and they gave me 27 giant posters and 30 small flyers so that was good and that was 18 pounds bargain absolute bargain um yeah but getting to their office was terrifying because you have to go up like a rusty fire escape to get to an office that looks like there's there's been some form of natural disaster but it has only occurred in the office like it's it's terrifying. I would I would be worried walking up those stairs every morning to get to work because they are very rusty and it is very disconcerting going up those stairs. Um, but they did a fantastic job. And yeah, the posters look stunning. I am absolutely just over the moon by how well everything worked out there on that promo side. So I may use them again to print... Um, not to print the CDs because I'm having the CDs printed and duplicated at a... Cardiff based thing that my friend has done and when I say my friend I mean a a person that I know that I do not talk to have no th nothing in common with except we are both musicians and we do not recognize each other in the street or say hello but that person that person used this service <laughs> and so I'm like oh okay so it's a reputable one they're gonna do a good job um that's that's half of life um yeah so that was that was it. I, um, that was, that was a lot of this week. And then I did something on Wednesday. Oh, I did a music hair gig on Wednesday where they paid me in cash. And now I have to like give, give the company some like money back. I don't, I don't like being paid in cash. I think, um, I think I was talking, I, I put this on my Instagram and another harpist was like, yeah, I got paid in cash for a wedding and they were 10 pounds short and I didn't realize until I got home. Um, and I'm just like, ugh. Ugh, I don't like I don't like being paid in cash at weddings specifically because it's like a couple hundred pounds and it's like I don't want to I don't want to have to walk around with a couple hundred pounds like if it's under if it's under 40 then I'm fine it's like I may in some magical strange universe I may walk or be the person who walks around with like 40 pounds in cash in their purse probably not because I don't I don't like cash um but you know that's that's like an acceptable amount whereas when you get like over 50 it's like oh this is what who who am i who am i like a kept middle class woman who's like going to hobbs to shop um hobbs full price to shop i go to the outlet honestly would recommend outlet in um what is it the capital center in cardiff the hobbs outlet absolute bargains there i've gotten all of my work dresses from there and they've all been like under 25 pounds fantastic would recommend if you're ever in cardiff um yeah so they paid me in cash and i was like Ugh, yuck um but did have cash so that was good and then friday um we did a my little choir did a concert with the songbirds choir uh in chapter arts center which was good um we did the same thing last year and i this year i was like okay i'm gonna bring my amp and a mic um, because last year the songbirds conductor Rosie was literally shouting over the entirety of the chapters like foyer like their their bar area <laughs> just to introduce pieces and I was like I can just I can just I'm driving I'll just pop this in the car and we'll just see how we go um so that was good and then Saturday and then I came home after that and I um I made an entire bowl of popcorn and I was like I'm gonna watch a movie and then I couldn't decide what I was gonna watch and then I watched Sex and the City 2 which honestly 
Honestly, honestly, everyone, honestly, if you have not seen it, get thee to a television because um, it's trash. It's fully trash. I think the thing about Sex and the City, especially the second movie, the very, very, very problematic second movie, is that it is a very, very, very stupid show that is made by very, very, very smart people. Like, I, the first movie, I remember when, when I was little, I was listening to the director commentary over the top of it, and they talked about all the sartorial choices, all of the, like, color choices, every, like, all of the color palettes that they used throughout the film, like, the making of the film, the artistic decisions that they made, and you can see that in the second movie. You can see, like, they do a black and movie, they do a black and white movie, and it's, it happened one night, because that's symbolic of it happening one night, um, and then, like, when, when he brings out the TV in the bedroom, the, um, like, the little, like, pet, animatronic pet things that they give old people so that they don't feel lonely is on the television, like, an infomercial for that, and then, like, when they're having an argument, he's watching The Deadliest Cat, and, like, it's very, very smart, and the color choices and everything is very, very cleverly thought out, and it's such a stupid movie, oh my god, it's so stupid, I'm not gonna be like, it's really problematic and no one should watch it, because you just, ugh, I laughed the whole way through because it's just terrible. It's just, it's 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 the Sharknado of movies of of very high budget movies is what it is. Um, and it was the perfect anecdote to to a week of having to pay a lot of attention and listening to the sound of my own voice over and over and over again. So I would highly recommend if you ever have a stressful week, uh, watch Sex and the City two and feel better about your choices and the decisions that you've made. Um, also, I think, um, apparently I'm a Charlotte, uh, so, help. Um, although I was listening to Phoebe Robinson's book, uh, audiobook the other day, and she was describing, like, a Carrie, and she was like, no one's a Carrie. You, like, she doesn't have a real job, she somehow magically has a bunch of money, despite the fact that she works, like, two days. Um, she has, like, a, a giant wardrobe full of clothes, she, like, does all these ridiculous things, and I'm like, oh no oh no and she was like she's very self-centered she's very obnoxious and I'm like oh no I'm a carry everyone I'm a carry um yeah so that was that was it and then Saturday I was helping organize well I I literally last minute I was like I'll help with um the big queer picnic which is kind of a counter um a counter event to Pride Cymru which is just at this point it's kind of really really big and commercial and expensive um, and so we, the, um, there's like a nice little queer community picnic. That's literally just a picnic. Um, and it's, it was, it was really fun. Um, and you're literally doing nothing, but you see like 25 people, you know, and you're like, oh, hooray. Um, so they needed someone to drive. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll help. I'll help drive whatever. Um, and so we, um, so I like left the house at 10.30 and I went and picked up decorations and food and, and equipment and then I, we all set up and we were ready by 12 and then like I got in the car at like 5.30 um, to go back and I we went um, I was with like a little gaggle um, and we, we all went to um, Ishban for dinner in Roth which was really nice um, I wasn't quite sure if I was 100% invited to this dinner but I was like I really like, I really like 
Japanese food. <laughs> like they were like, "Should we get a sushi?" And I was like, "Please, gonna come." Um, but it was fine. It was like it was it was a good mix. It was fine. It was fine. I had fun. Um, yeah, so that was really good. I thought of a, a new joke for the um, for the for the show. Okay, are you ready? Are you ready? So um, so one of the extended bits that I want to do. Um, because the song Long Summer is just about, like, me doing, like, a summer project, and this is my summer project, um, and so the joke is, like, welcome, welcome, friends, to, um, the best way to spend 600 pounds on yourself, um, no, so, um, so the joke, the joke is something about me, like, spending a bunch of money on hiring a theatre and looking nice in a photo rather than a new iPad, because my old iPad is slowly breaking and falling apart, um, it's, it's a, it's a little baby. Um, that's not a very good joke, but I feel like it's just a statement that I need to make. I need to just say that statement. Um, but I did discuss having an extended bit with Rian, um, which you'll hear on Wednesday when it comes out about me starting the show as if it is a one woman show. Like, like Sam, take out the garbage. Gee, I will, Mr. Magoo. Wow. Growing up in the 1980s in Brooklyn was a lot of challenge, was a, was a lot of fun. There sure were a lot of characters. Sam, what did I tell you about playing in the street? I know, Mrs. Klaflach. Yeah, and just see how long it takes until people are like, this is a clown in front of us. This is, this is a clown, and I hope someone walks out. <laughs> no, um... I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. I think, I think genuinely the only plan for this show is during the talkie bits, I'm going to get up and walk around and that's what's going to define it from being just a concert to a show. <laughs> just sort of like, just sort of like take the mic off the stand, just sort of wander around a little bit, just sort of like, ha just sort of use the space, you know? Um, just because I often find when I'm sat down, I kind of like rush when I'm speaking just so I can get to the playing and I do not have enough to cover the whole hour of music um, but my friend Ammo is playing two songs during like slap bang in the middle um, someone was like oh are you are you gonna have like a sport act beforehand I was like no I'll just stick them in the middle just stick them like right in the middle where it makes sense where it like works really nicely and then it sort of flows a little better because I don't want to have like two kind of like Americana like quite sad songs and then go into like the only song in my heart is for you um because I'm like that's not gonna that's not gonna flow particularly nicely um yeah and that's about it so what did you learn this week um this week I learned um don't don't beat yourself up about not going to not not going to not going to work I don't know I don't know I just you know Sometimes, sometimes you really have to, sometimes you really have to set aside what you're being paid to do and what you kind of need to do in order to establish a career, I think. I think that's something that, that really needs to be talked about more, um, especially in, especially in like the arts where it's like, oh, you need to be able to spend 600 pounds in order to get a 3000 pound grant next time around. I think that's something that we just we don't talk about enough and it's very much like a privileged discussion it's very much about like like what can you afford to spend on a project because production value is far more important than like the actual outcome because like if i were to record the whole thing 
on like my phone and then send it to someone people would be like this is terrible why have you recorded this on your phone go to a studio and I'd be like I can't afford a studio I gotta pay for rent um yeah and so like it's really funny when they look around the like the arts and they're looking at like all of the the arts grants and things and they're like why is everyone a white middle class man um and it's just like yeah because they can they you know they can literally afford to to do this to take a whole vanity project and there's no thought in the back of their mind like oh this is this is a ridiculous thing that i'm doing um and we did oh that was wednesday so wednesday we got the band back together and we did a little set in the moon um in cardiff i'm just checking where my time is um yeah and i did um i did a couple of songs from the album and I think the main thing that has taken me so long to kind of get to grips with is not to feel like, because I instantly start playing my own thing and I'm like, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. Oh God, everything I've done is stupid. I hate this. And I think you really have to kind of fight that. You have to be like, no, this is a song that is fine. It is absolutely fine. It is good. You have done a great job. You can do this. And I think that's something that I really, really, really struggle with. Anyway, that's something I'll work on. Um, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. I have been the delightful Miss Sam Hickman. Um, you can follow me on all of the things at Sam Hickman Music. And I'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.